So, Kit, did you try out the You Need a Budget thing? Yeah, I looked at it a little bit. Um, I connected my accounts. I got confused. I uh, <laughs> looked, <laughs> looked at some videos because it's really uh, reverse engineering budgeting, um, which is kind of slick. It's a little bit different. It's, bit it's like envelopes, right? Yeah, it's you, you pay into the budget before you can use it kind of thing. You have to fund yourself. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the logic? Yeah. 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 And that's, I got that portion. It was, um, I don't know. It was kind of weird because I still have to f- uh, kind of tweak it per like the savings and the checking into the, you know, budget because it wants to think I have all of my savings to budget. And I'm like, yeah, no. No, actually, actually, you're supposed to do that. The idea is you budget to zero. So every dollar you have is supposed to do something. Well, yeah, I put yeah. it in the savings to do something, so I have to allocate Correct. it to that. So, so you have to create a savings category, and better yet, you create a category describing what that savings is for. So if it's yeah. like an emergency fund, you'd have an emergency right. fund category or a certain project or vacation. Fender Telecaster project. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that's, that's a valid one. If you want to save up for a Fender Telecaster, you'd... Um, you would want to name it, yeah. You'd name it that. And, and then, then assign a dollar to it. Assign a dollar to it, yes. And then mm-hmm. the idea is that you'd split up these costs over time instead of paying big chunks. Like if you want to go on uh, a vacation that's going to cost you $1,200 a year prior, you start putting $100 away towards it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the idea. Smart. So, Kip, you would create an emergency fund category and just assign however much you want to assign to that and then that will deduct the uh, amount needing the budget so but then what do you do in subsequent months what do you mean so say you have a chunk of money uh, and savings that you allocate you know one month do you do like the whole chunk at once and then how much you're going to put in each month yes so let's say you have like a thousand dollars you want to put into emergency fund. Right. You just when you first start out, you'd put that whole thousand in because it's already in your bank. Right. And then if you put in, I don't know, two three hundred bucks a month. Let's say two hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Every month you would allocate. You'd put in two hundred dollars. Makes sense. So at the beginning of each month, when you budget to zero, you would actually assign two hundred dollars to. To that account. Yeah, Mint was not working out. What was that? Mint was not working out. Yeah, we're on Mint right now. Yeah, it... What I found it's better that, than nothing. It is it's good to something. Um, I found with that... I, I used that for many, many years. And with, the biggest thing I had with that is almost too easy. You would have your budget... And then you'd ha- I'd have all my accounts set up, and thing would auto-categorize. And I would check it maybe once a week, but I found that I would be constantly just blowing the budget because there yeah. wasn't any awareness. And the thing with this other site is it, it kind of fixed that because it makes you either enter the transactions manually and it does do auto import, but it makes you approve every single one manually. Yeah, it's more uh, so more along the lines of Ramsey's thought on uh, paying cash or debit 
uh, for everything. You have a yeah, the, the, an emotional the thing I don't tie like with the that. Money. The thing I don't like with paying cash is, the, I mean, these credit card companies give you one percent, five percent back, and if you pay it off every month, there's no reason not to do that. Well, I Dave mean, unless, you're, unless you're irresponsible and, and you don't you don't pay it off, but if you yeah, do, Dave Ramsey's logic for that is that you know studies have shown that by paying with credit psychologically, you tend to spend 10% more than the actual holding cash and handing it over. And so his logic is, unless your credit card is giving you more than 10%, you know, that, that, that doesn't work. Whether or not that's true, true or not. I mean, that, that's his well, logic. That's his response. I pay with my, credit. Yeah. My response to that would be is I <laughs> enter all my transactions manually now. So I, when I, there enter is it, something different though with paying with a credit card versus if you buy something for you know a hundred bucks with cash you're like man that's a lot of money and you know it is a lot of money with credit too depending on what you're buying but at the same time you you don't feel it the same way so you should um neither of you have been in supply chain as a buyer um i no. will tell you that Totally not with billion dollar budgets either. (laughs) That totally destroys every thought you have about budgeting money and what you think things cost and should cost. It's quite interesting because I could at work, um, anything under, um, I would say $10,000. I don't even blink an eye at. Mm -hmm. And last year I spent $10 million of, uh, our taxpayer money. And when you cut orders for, you know, two, three hundred bucks, you know, it's like you don't even think about it. It's like pocket change. Oh, sure. <clears throat> Kip's broke. Yeah, so you're broke. So, <laughs> do, you owe, do you owe $750,000 no. on your credit card now? I do not. Did you I, buy a $45,000 wrench? I will tell you that <laughs> by doing all these home improvements and putting it on one credit card, when we went, um, when we went on our honeymoon, I didn't pay for a hotel room. Um, and then any other oh, vacation yeah. we've gone on, because I have a Marriott's uh, rewards card, uh, we don't oh. pay for hotels. So the moral of the story is that you get free vacations. All you have to do is buy a house every year <laughs> <laughs> and furnish build, it. Build a garage. And, and, you know. <laughs> build a garage. Free vacations. Pretty much. How are your, all your projects going? The garage all done? The garage is about, uh, well, it depends what you want to done, meaning. Um, I did find something really interesting when Dad was here. So I've been having some uh, electric problems in the back shop. So Uh-oh. I found out the hard way that I'm uh, through with my regular outlets. Um, I'm pulling 220 on the back four outlets of my workshop. How'd that happen? Well, I'll tell you once I finish the story. But <laughs> so when we were testing all the electric out, you know, we flipped the lights on, everything works, you know, in the main area. But we plugged in a shop light in the back uh, where there's four different outlets. It's on one breaker, so I can have a couple different machines running at once. And plugged in a shop light, and the bulb blew up, totally exploded everywhere. So, take out the voltage meter. This thing's running 220 through these 20-amp outlets. <laughs> oh, my word. 
So looking at the, you know, the break. Basically like screwed in a glass grenade. <laughs> Pretty much. Must be the light bulb screwing another one. <laughs> so what had happened was, um, so on your breaker you have, you know, a hot on the top bar and then a hot on the bottom bar and then you're neutral, right? <clears throat> so when you plug into it, you get alternating circuits is on the hot. Well, I had two hots running to the same bar. So mm-hmm. 110 on each side on one of the breakers yeah. was pulling the 220. So luckily, I did not plug in the one breaker into that line that had a all of my work lights, all of um, the outside lights, which would have exploded, and my new garage door opener. Yo. All that would have been that. fried, which would have been about five, and, uh, 600 bucks. You'd be out a lot of money, just like those people that parked on Lake Geneva. <laughs> I'd say get so back I, to Menards. I don't know what happened. This thing blew up. I don't know what happened. I just plugged it in. I swear, all I did was plug it in. That's all I did. And then I turned the power on. <laughs> you bring, he brings back the empty package. So where's the light bulb? <laughs> All of these pieces. It's a piece it of junk. blew up. What are you selling me? All I did was plug it in. <laughs> so I, I, I read a book recently. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's called <laughs> Slow Clap. Slow Clap. Thank you. Um. That was it. I read a book recently. <laughs> guys, um, it, guys. It's called the, the Devil in the White City, and it's about the World's Fair in Chicago in uh, 1936, 37, around there. Um, and relating to power, when they built this huge white city, as they called it, um, in Jackson Park, all the buildings were white, by the way. That's why it's called the White City. Um, they outfitted it with electricity. And back then, there were two competing standards, AC and DC. And Edison was Love back in DC. And 1893. 18, 18, not 1900, 18, yeah. yes. No trouble. Um, uh, Edison was back in DC, and Tesla was back in AC. And then mm-hmm. Tesla won the bid, his company did. And that kind of paved the way for AC power. Which is quite interesting. So it was the World's Fair that really the settled the score. It was the World's Fair that kind of settled the score on AC wow. for America. Yeah, interesting stuff. Huh. I'll take a look at that book. I'm seeing it online. It's written like a novel, huh? It is. It, it covers the the White City, which is the fair, and then. Also a serial killer during that time, which is oh yeah, <laughs> yes. And what he does is he um, pumps too <laughs> too many volts through the circuit so that when people turn on the lights in their home, yeah, the they, light bulbs the blow light, up and they die. He, he blinds all the people. That's his them. method of killing. <laughs> their light bulbs explode because two twenties running through their house instead of one <laughs> one ten, and they die. Boy, that that would have been a disaster. Yeah. Have you ever been shocked? Oh, yeah. I got shocked in the basement once. I was trying to replace the, uh, the light fixture that's over Dad's shop because it uh, was a porcelain one that broke. 
So of course I try to do it while it's live. <laughs> <laughs> that was not pleasant. I've been shocked once. That's funny. Did you get uh, like a sunburn on the back of your neck? No, uh. I was just no. Um, I the entire time I was working on this house, I didn't get electrocuted once. Like when when I had everything apart, put in a new lights, put in a new lines, none of that. I was downstairs changing a light bulb when I touched an open wire, <laughs> and it like I didn't even know it. It just felt like a little pinprick in my arm. Oh. Like, what was that? And then my arm started tensing up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I must have gotten shocked or whatever. And then, and then I fixed the open line. I don't know why I was like that. I don't oh, know if man. it. I think it was like that when I moved in or whatever. Did you but this hear is right after we moved my in. story of the uh, wiring up the 220 on the electric dryer? What's up with you and 220? You're gonna stay away from that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing in this house that I've learned a lot about is uh, electricity and how it works because I do it wrong and then figure it out. <clears throat> so we're wiring up this, uh, we got an electric dryer, so we're wiring up the 220 line and, you know, I got this, we got the power off and I'm wiring it up. I put the plug in and plug in the dryer and we scoot the dryer all the way back because we've, we've got the flex hose, that little metal flimsy flex hose. Uh, we're going to, we drilled through the basement foundation and we're going to hook it up to another pipe. So I'm back there and I'm holding this thing and it comes in contact with uh, the gas line pipe that was sealed off. And I swear these sparks went everywhere. It started this hose on fire oh, this. and a big old, you know, flash. <laughs> and so it's terrible <laughs> and it, it totally melted this uh uh that little hose deal and we shut the power off and i realized that um rather than a normal uh one hot neutral in the ground that's how i wired up the 220 line so really when i touched the uh, that little flexible uh metal dealy to the pipe that was the ground so it created a full circuit through the dryer oh, the metal. into the oh, ground man. of the pipe which would have been really bad if there was a leak in that pipe because that would have i don't think the house would have been here anymore <laughs> so do you have 110 circuits in your house or something what do you mean 110 I got it. Yeah, I got one uh, hundred amp service. Well, because you have two twenty, like there's one one ten, one twenty, and then two, and then you double it for the for the like the washer and dryer and stuff like that. So it's like two twenty, two forty. So what's the difference? That's so the there you got. Um, I think I think what you're saying is amp amp versus uh, wattage or something because. There's a hundred no because hundred and ten. No, he's talking about volts. Yeah, hundred ten volts, volts through, yeah. and then you double it, which is your two twenty. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one hundred twenty, hundred twenty volts coming from the coming from the street. 
That's what I thought it was. I mean, it, it might be different. I, I just don't know the. I don't know. I, just I know there's a hundred amps that comes comes into the house. Oh yeah, I know. But I, I'm talking about voltage. It's, but what I we just did do it was one twenty two forty. What did we? I guess run? it depends. One twenty hertz. And one ten volts. Your house is one hundred ten oh, volts, hertz? isn't it? Oh. I'm thinking yeah. of hertz then. 120 hertz and 240 hertz is the cycles. That's why your TV has that refresh cycle at that rate. That's also why um, when we were watching the World Series or the playoffs, you know, and they're showing the super slow-mo cameras, why it gets, like, flickery. It gets bright and dark. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like, get some better cameras, dudes. Well, it's the reason is because the lights in the stadium are are turning on and shutting off and the camera is so fast that it's picking up the fluctuations in light and dark that you don't normally see with the human eye because the human eye doesn't refresh as fast as those cameras do that's that is interesting yeah wow. that's the same reason you have a fast camera taking a picture of a propeller on a plane yeah exactly yeah where it just looks, or, or not, not a not a photo, it's a, a video of it, yeah. where where it's looks videoing like it's the, the plane. And it, and no, the propeller looks like it's stops. still. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's because the too. yeah, it's because the refresh rate or the the hertz on the camera is the same as the the frame rate. Color mm-hmm. rates. Yeah. Interesting. You guys good? I think we're good. Yeah, man. Hey, man. <laughs>